one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome once again, everyone. Big Dave Lemon here in South Florida bringing you another edition of Poker Action Line. Uh, My partner, Joe Rodriguez, out of action tonight. Uh, A little under the weather, but he will be hopefully back next week, and uh, we'll talk about several things. Uh, One of the things we'll kind of save for next week was uh, the things that happened out at uh, the WSOP that involved the floor. Uh, Basically, a couple of things. Uh, One we had talked a little bit about over the last couple of weeks was Phil Hellmuth's uh, outburst in the middle of a hand. Uh, when they were three, still uh, two other players in the hand, and led to the elimination of uh, a firefighter that was an uh, amateur player that was doing very well and had gotten under Phil's skin a little bit by uh, raising him several times. And uh, Phil was really not, uh, they didn't come down on him very hard. And uh, the other one was a player who um, used the N-word, uh, racial slur, against uh, Maurice Hawkins. Uh, Maurice, a uh, friend of the show that's been on many times, but uh, they got into an argument at the table out there, and uh, the player used the N-word, and there was some uh, discrepancy about exactly what fashion he uh, <laughs> laid into Maurice with it, but uh, he was uh, suspended for a round, I think maybe even two rounds. Uh, he did get a penalty. But it came near the end of the night, and then when they came back to play the next day, he was actually uh, disqualified from the tournament. So uh, one of the things we'll talk about is uh, does your status in the game affect how floor decisions affect you? And uh, that's one of the things we'll talk about with Joe uh, next week. Also, uh, we did want to mention we had talked about Pennsylvania and their online poker licenses, that there was a big uh, drag in uh, people not really getting involved. Well, it came down to the um, deadline, and there were actually nine casinos that uh, applied out of the 12 in the uh, state of Pennsylvania. So nine of the 12 land-based casinos. uh, Actually, there's 11 open right now, and there's one to open later this year. But they had the first dibs on the licenses, and most of them finally did take advantage. Uh, There's a very high tax rate, and who knows uh, how that will work out for them. But uh, 54% of gross gaming revenue from the slots and then a 2% local tax will be uh, levied on those owners and uh, a little bit uh, more reasonable on the online poker and also the table games, uh, just 14% plus the 2% local tax. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, I think good for poker, but not the big money maker that you might think, which is the uh, slot machine. So we'll see what happens with that. Those are a couple things we'll talk about next week when Joe is back in action, and we'll work on a few other things for you. Today, a big day here in South Florida for the Isle Casino. Now, coming up in August will be the biggest tournament in South Florida. That is the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open, August 2nd through the 14th, and we'll be there and covering that. But I've been over to the Isle for the last couple of days, including uh, this morning, where they started day two after four opening day sessions of this event, the uh, main event, the $1,500 buy-in with a 500000 guarantee. They they surpassed it easily with uh, 564 players in the event, and uh, there were 543 as of last night when they ended uh, day 1D, and they were allowed to accept entries until the start of play today. 21 players uh, jumped into the action today for the 
some of them for the first time, some of them uh, after already getting knocked out, including Johnny Chan, who was in town, uh, big superstar of the game. That was very interesting. I uh, thought I was going to get a chance to interview Johnny, and uh, he slipped out of town on me. Uh, I was going to get hooked up by Ken Lambert, who is the uh, director of poker operations. We'll hear from him in just a second. He took over the uh, Isle Casino earlier this year uh, after Stan Strickland departed from the property, and uh, Ken doing a great job and well-liked by everyone there, and we'll uh, hear from Ken a little bit on what's... Uh, What's established so far over the course of the year and who's uh, what's still to come, obviously, in the near future. So we'll hear from Ken in just a minute. But uh, just letting you know about the tournament, the main event uh, came back today with 119 players plus the additional uh, ones that added on, additional 21 that jumped in today. Luis Zidane uh, was the chip leader heading into today and uh, still is the chip leader as we speak. Jonathan Jaffe Raj Vora, right up near the top, and a uh, really nice field, uh, very deep. A lot of our friends, friends of the, that we've had on the show, people like uh, Abby Daniels, uh, Ryan Gianquitti, uh, Chris Bolick is uh, in the tournament, still hanging in there as we speak, and uh, Ray Millard, several other players that uh, we, Al Gomez, a good friend of mine, Michael Tate, guys we've had on the show, so we certainly uh, are pulling for them to do well. But there's also a lot of big-name players, including uh, the two uh, celebrities that were invited in by Ken to uh, sign autographs uh, during the tournament. Scotty Wynn and Vanessa Russo both played in the event. And uh, Vanessa made a pretty deep run for a while, was doing really well. Entered the day about midway in the pack, but eventually got knocked out before the money. Scotty made the money, got knocked out in 59th place on a very interesting hand uh, as he went up against, uh, I think it was Joey Cooden, if I'm not mistaken. Let's uh, look it up here real quick. Vanessa Russo actually was eliminated by Joey Cooden. And Scotty uh, made it to 59th place. He was knocked out by uh, Jonathan Jaffe. And Jaffe had pocket kings. Scotty had pocket jacks. Went all in uh, with his uh, short stack. And uh, the runout was Queen, Queen, Ace, Ace, Eight. So uh, a lot of big face cards there, a lot of big action, but not the ones that Scotty needed a jack, and he did not get it. So he got knocked out in 59th place, $2,680 paid for that. And later on, Joey Cooden was knocked out. Uh, some other big names uh, exited along the way, but they are down now to 45 players, and we will... Uh, Update you next week on the finish of that uh, great tournament. And uh, a lot of friends, a lot of big names, a lot of top Florida players uh, doing very well in this one. And we'll follow that along. Next week we'll finish uh, with the results of that one. Also announced today by the card room, and we'll talk about this in our interview with Ken, was uh, their decision to go with a card player poker tour for an event in August, August 16th through the 27th. A lot of qualifying events and interesting stuff. Uh, for reasonable prices, like $90 for a qualifier to get into certain events, uh, to get into the main event, obviously a little bit higher, but uh, $250 basically for uh, qualifiers for the main event, which is a $1,100 buy-in with a, let's see, no guarantee listed on that. Oh, 250 I have to take it back. $250,000 uh, $250, guarantee for the main event, and that will start later on in the tournament. Uh, that will be August 23rd 
24th and 25th, three uh, opening sessions in this one, and they'll finish up on the final table August 27th. That all comes after the uh, Seminole Hard Rock, so uh, certainly a good chance to piggyback on a lot of people visiting town in South Florida the month of August. We'll see what happens. Uh, the big four tournaments uh, in the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open will be back once again this year with a lot of television coverage. Uh, also, the Jeff Conine event, uh, the charity event, will be part of that on August the 9th. And uh, I am going out of town to California for during that time, but I will be back for the final table in the Big Four, and we'll uh, get some information, obviously write up that up as we move into uh, later in the year. Uh, I do want to play this interview that I did this afternoon with Ken Lambert, a uh, good, great guy, and uh, doing a great job over there at the aisle. And uh, we'll find out a little bit more about what's going on in Pompano Beach up there at the Isle Casino. Here at the Florida State Poker Championship, the first one for Ken Lambert at the helm here at the Isle Casino. Uh, this has always been kind of like the crown jewel of the Isle for years. And uh, you've been through a few things since you've been here. Uh, how do you feel about this one now as we're coming down to a conclusion? Uh, it's been a great event. Um, you know, it is up a little bit over the last event. Um, this is their second largest uh, field that they've had. I know one other time they did a buy-in, a, a $2,500 buy-in, and they, it was a million dollars. But I believe this is the uh, the largest $1,500 buy-in event that they've had. So, uh, so far, so good. Big names. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, just an unbelievably stacked field here on day two, uh, a little over 100, I guess about 111 starting today, plus anybody that bought in late. Uh, but right off the top of the head, the two people you hosted here, uh, Vanessa Russo and Scotty Wynn, which signed autographs here earlier this week, are here. Johnny Chan is here, and then all the great Florida players. So you got to be thrilled with the uh, marquee value of this one. Oh, definitely thrilled. Uh, you know, to get Scotty, uh, of course, was was a lot of fun. And uh, Vanessa, known her a long time, she's had some great success throughout, uh, you know, her uh, her poker career. And um, you know, she's had some great success with me in other events. So I think that she kind of thought, yeah, this might be a great spot to. You know, jump back into poker, and uh, I've had great, uh, like I said, great luck with uh, with Ken's events. So, uh, you know, got Scotty and her both to come and have a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, last minute, you know, Johnny Chan, uh, you know, uh, he um, he comes in, and uh, and uh, it's been exciting. You know, people you know recognize Johnny, and uh, so it's been fun having him here. Not to get too much into uh, what you have to look at over the next few days when you review this tournament and others, but uh, in years past there was bigger buy-ins. You mentioned the 2500 At one time there was a $5,300 buy-in years ago, uh, but the trend has been to go smaller and uh, understand uh, there were some changes and appealed more to the smaller player. But some of the big-name players kind of like, uh, they like the big prizes. Certainly they like the big guarantees. Uh, would you go back in that direction at all? You know, I think it's tough to go back in that direction. Uh, maybe as just a, uh, a one-off, a special event. It's just as we know, there's so many poker tournaments today. There's a tournament in everybody's backyard. So, um, you know, we need to make sure that we are uh, kind of catering to, you know, the buy-in that fits, the buy-in that works. And we have found that over the years, and not just up at multiple other events, you know, around that $1,500 range seems to really work well with, with locals and some traveling players. But again, you know, the bigger buy-ins, um, I think those are for special events. And, uh, you know, not saying we would never do it, but right now that's not going to be the direction in the future to, to, to go that high at this time. Okay. Uh, you've been here nearly six months, uh, have a chance to settle in and uh, make your life in South Florida. Uh, you know, you, obviously you 
your early career in Vegas and all the years you spent in uh, Tunica and places like that. Uh, but South Florida is really a huge growing market. And uh, first of all, personally, how has it been for you to settle in here? And secondly, what have you determined about the market now that you've been here? Uh, personally, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. I haven't done a whole lot. Um, I, only, I only moved uh, about a mile away from work, so right now... Uh, uh, since I am so close, I don't get out much, but I'm starting to. Um, I'm starting to enjoy it. I, I'm starting to see there's some great things to do in Florida. Um, and the market, uh, interesting market. You know, I've never worked in a market before where it had such, you know, highs and lows for, you know, season and out of season. So it has been a learning curve for me. Uh, but with that learning curve, you know, the higher, the bigger money leaves, a lot of the locals still stay. So if you cater to that right number, then you know your events are still going to be successful. But it has been a, uh, a learning curve for me to actually be able to say, okay, are we in season or out of season? Right, exactly. Uh, coming up next, uh, actually last time we talked was about what you would do next. You wanted to get some national exposure with uh, one of the poker tours, and you decided on the card player poker tour, which will be later this month, uh, August 16th through the 27th. Um, certainly an established uh, group to get involved with. What were your thoughts in choosing them to uh, align with? Well, for, um, uh, you know, for one, I was looking for a, um, a tour that could get us, you know, a lot of media exposure, um, uh, you know, and there's multiple, um, you know, uh, tours out there that can. Uh, Annie Up is also a great, uh, uh, you know, avenue for a tour, uh, media exposure. They have a magazine uh, as well as card player. So, you know, I've been involved with Card Player in the past. I've done some business with them before. And so I thought, you know, for um, the opportunity to take um, our events out and for social media, magazine, uh, you know, covers, uh, I felt this might be the great fit for us for the first time out of the gate. Uh, how about cash games? I mean, that's obviously the backbone of any business. The tournament brings you the publicity, but the, car the cash games are really your bread and butter. Um, seem to be doing well there, but the summer is also kind of slow here. People go, to, go out of town, uh, not a lot of people on vacation in the summer in South Florida. They go out of, up north mostly for the most part. So uh, what are your thoughts about attracting? I did see you had some big high hands, $1,000 high hands coming up uh, next month uh, on, a, on a limited basis, but uh, that's always tough to get into that game with all the other properties in this town. It is tough, and for the cash games, you're right. Um, it seems like high hand is where it is in Florida. Uh, that's like seems to be the most competitive tool that everybody uses. Let's see if you can give you know the uh, the biggest high hand out there and the, big, the biggest amount of money for those high hands. Um, but we've also learned uh, here that uh, given the players, um, um, you know, uh, a little more professionalism, uh, which has been good for us. You know, we've made some changes, and so. The players reacted positive to it, and, and we are getting some cash play. Uh, but we're noticing during these uh, the big tournaments, you get some cash play, but it doesn't really bring the cash player like it used to years ago. So we uh, we try to uh, attract them while they're here and uh, give them the best experience possible. Uh, just one, any of your thoughts on uh, the World Series of Poker this year? It was uh, it was tremendous TV coverage. I watched. During the final table, I think I watched 18 hours out of the whatever they had, 24 or something like that. But it was pretty incredible, and uh, even taped it. I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch that again. But really interesting stuff, and uh, and, a, and a great time and a great champion this year. 
you know, I, I'm I'm happy to see the direction that you know the World Series has gone, and and um, you know Jack Eppel does a great job. Who you hired originally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack and I worked together many years ago. Um, uh, you know, been a lot of fun with Jack, and, and like I say, he's done a good job with the World Series. Um, you know, I know that uh, you know for the final table uh, in the past, you know, you had to wait, uh, you know, several weeks before you even play the final table. So, you know, I think the direction and the change has been good. Um, you know, it was exciting to see such a large field, and um, you know, today for the pros, it's it's uh, there's still, still some pros out there winning some bracelets, but with the number of players in that main event, it is so tough for us to see that pro that we used to see on a regular basis. You know, not only win but just make the final table. You get a lot of new names, and uh, I thought Tony Miles really acquitted himself well. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, his attitude and his uh, demeanor at the table. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of new names are going to come out every year, and you're not going to see all these big stars. But then on the flip side, you had the big one for one drop, which was kind of a big drop-off for them this year, only 27 players. But that, too, was very interesting play, including the hand that Jack was standing right at the table when that exposed card, and then two guys ended up getting knocked out of the same hand. So uh, fun for the fans. But fun for the fans, definitely. And, you know, you're right. It, 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 is, um, it can be disheartening when you see a drop-off like that for something. I do know a lot of um, several guys that were playing satellites and qualifiers trying to win their seat into that event when, um, you know, maybe a few years ago they had the cash. They could just, you know, buy into the event. But uh, a lot of struggles out there today, you know, a lot of money being spent and a lot of events. So I think a lot of these guys that may have bought in, uh, you know, now they're having to play those qualifiers and satellites to try to win their seats. We're right in day two of this uh, main event here. It's going to be a long day today. Uh, I, I'm assuming it will go into tomorrow for maybe a final table? Yes, the final table is tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we're excited. We're hoping that, uh, you know, we get some regulars here in Florida that make the final table. But would also love to see, you know, Vanessa or Scotty be at that final table also. Uh, um, you know, I was hoping maybe to see Johnny Chan at the final table, but Johnny's uh, just got busted out a few minutes ago. So uh, I'm so happy he was here. Yeah, it's uh, certainly not in your purview to cheer for anybody, but that would be uh, fun, and I'm sure you would be happy if uh, someone recognizable made the final table, or maybe several of them. It would be a lot of fun, and you know, but not and not just for us, the property, but you know, for the fans. It's always exciting to see somebody that is talkative at the table that has a large following. So when they do their when they do their Twitter and their tweets and 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 their Facebooks, you know, a lot of fans will follow. So you're right, it would be exciting. Um, but you know, uh, also it's kind of we like to see the money stay uh, stay close yeah. by. <laughs> that always means something. Well, congratulations on a great event uh, coming down to the close here. And uh, no rest for the weary. you got to turn around and start planning that uh, card player tournament and uh, the final arrangements for that. Yes, and you know, we're looking forward to it. Again, like I said, the first event. And uh, But I want to say thank you to Annie Up and uh, taking the time to come out and say hi and, uh, and talk with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Thank you. That is Ken Lambert, uh, the new director of poker operations at the Isle, and uh, certainly a great tournament going on there. And uh, we'll be checking that out uh, throughout the week and bring you the results next week here on the show. When we come back, uh, we wanted to uh, play an interview that was from uh, earlier this year, actually at the end of uh, 2017. Uh, Mark Anton, the director, the managing director of Atlantic West Gaming, who has been a sponsor of our program for uh, for really the entirety of the show, and they have been developing a great concept that uh, will benefit education in the Caribbean. 
And we'll hear all about that. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you probably heard uh, these spots that we've been playing, and they're just about uh, ready to be replaced with the new ones because things are getting ready to kick off here very shortly. And we're going to have a couple of beta testing uh, tournaments here in uh, probably the second half of August. We'll let you know exactly what that's going to involve. But there will be some prize money involved, and uh, we invite people to join us. And uh, to be honest, uh, we're starting slow, so there's not going to be a tremendous amount of people playing in the event, and you really have a great chance to win uh, maybe as much as $1,000. We'll have all the results and uh, details of what we're going to do with these tournaments and how you can get involved. Uh, next week we'll have like a uh, uh, an email where you can come in and get more information about it. We can You can sign up for the event. We'll get back to you with the exact time. But it looks like we're going to have a short tournament uh, here in the month of August. We'll give you more details as we develop them over the next couple of weeks. So make sure you tune in to next week's show. But I wanted to give people the background on what we're trying to do here. Actually, it's uh, the Atlantic West Gaming Company. I, I don't... Uh, uh, I'm not too involved with the game, but I have been doing spots for them and uh, talking about it on the program. So uh, I feel like it's uh, I feel like a part of the operation, and I'm certainly uh, looking forward to uh, seeing them kick off and do well as they move into later in August and September, and we kick this thing off and a chance to raise money for education in the Caribbean. We'll hear that when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll be back. With that interview with Mark Anton when we return. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... <laughs> Sometimes, though. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. I always wanted to be a fireman. A pilot. A teacher. But the rising cost of college was a big reality check. That's why I joined the National Guard. The Guard gives me money for college. So I can go to school full-time and fly part-time. My unit helps out after a natural disaster hit. So I get to help people just like I always wanted. There's no bigger rush than being a firefighter in the Guard. Than flying a Blackhawk. Than leading my squad. Thanks to the Guard, I'm becoming who I always wanted to be. Call 1-800-GO-GUARD and ask us how much you'll receive towards your college expenses. Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe, uh, along with our special guest, Mark Anton, who joins us here in the studio. 
Uh, Mark from Atlantic West Management Group, as I mentioned earlier, uh, has been a sponsor of the program since about the very beginning of the show. And uh, first of all, we thank you for all of that. Uh, we're glad to be here and closing in on the year number, our eighth year, the finish of our eighth year. Yes, it seems like only yesterday. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, let me uh, start off. We'll get to all the aspects of the game. Uh, Place your chips, Caribbean, which should be very familiar to our uh, listeners because uh, I've been voicing the spots for quite some time. And uh, we've been working on it for a long time, or the the company has been working on it for a long time. And we certainly look forward to uh, having that go. And it's now actually uh, functional and completely live. And the lottery aspect of the game will be coming around very soon. Uh, but I want to start off with a little bit of the history because, uh, you know, since the show started in 2000, of course, computers have been around for a while. But I can remember when I first met you, um, basically, uh, computers were in their infantile stage. And uh, now it's a regular part of our life that uh, is on our phones and, and is we can't live without, basically. But tell me how you got involved in, in computer programming. Many years ago, I had a uh, paper manufacturing company, and I bought a uh, mainframe from IBM in, I guess, 1982 or 83, and uh, nobody knew what to do with it. There were no off-the-shelf programs. The uh, IBM programmers had no idea about business, and there was no books to read, no schools to go to, so I had to go into the instruction manual for that computer and <laughs> literally learn from scratch. Literally learn from scratch. Yeah, I can remember uh, when the computers were such uh, bulky and big, and of course now they're on our phones and, and little tiny things. But uh, in the beginning, it's, it probably was a lot of trial and error on your part. I'm sure. To some degree, to some degree, a lot of the stuff just converted over from mechanical bookkeeping practices we had in those days. Yeah, and, we, and I think we thought at one time it was basically a typewriter in a in a new form, and now, uh, you know, the uh, artificial intelligence has gotten to such a level that uh, it's incredible. Did you have any uh, inkling at that time what it would turn into? Well, I kind of did because we were involved in manufacturing photographic uh, paper for the computer imaging area, so I did really, I, I, I understood where I was going. You and Bill Gates, I guess that's about it, huh? Yeah, he did a little, <laughs> more, with, he did a little more with the knowledge than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, somewhere along the line, you got involved uh, with the gambling aspect and, and online gaming. Uh, you know, at one time, uh, we thought that there was going to be, uh, you know, worldwide online gaming everywhere for slots for table games and then somewhere poker got involved and, and became really popular around the year 2003 uh, you actually had some plans ahead of that but you got involved with the poker aspect of the game and we've been doing the show here for about eight years but you've been uh, working on the poker aspect for quite some time yes because the uh, logic or what they call the poker engine on a game is very complicated and took many years for 20 to 30 programmers to actually write it properly to cover all of the possibilities. And did you uh, consult with other people as you were doing it as far as uh, putting this together, uh, learn from other companies, or basically they probably, a lot of them, learned from you? Well, I think it's a two-way street. Yeah. And uh, in 2003, the poker was getting uh, uh, very popular, and some of the companies started games in the mid-2000s until, black, until uh, the UIGEA came around. 
and kind of put a halt to everything. Um, we didn't see Black Friday until five years later, but uh, it's been a tough business to try to uh, to bring a poker game around for people to play. Yes, it has. And and what are some of the obstacles you've encountered along the way? Uh, well, getting involved? the biggest one, of course, is like with everything else with computers, available memory and bandwidth. Because it's one thing when you have a person playing against a computer, which is what most of the early games were. And then when you get people playing against other people and people joining tables, and let's say, for instance, a typical Internet poker table has seats 10 people, when the 11th person comes, what happens? Well, in the case of the computer, we clone another table and go on and so on and so forth. Imagine a million people playing on 100,000 tables. And then you have to... Uh, as far as people adding the game, that's one aspect. But the other aspect is to make the turn as the tournament gets smaller and smaller to handle that and move people from table to table. I'm sure. Exactly, of course. And uh, did did you do you actually play the game yourself? I mean, did you did you have to learn how to play, or you uh, kind of uh, were a little trial and error by that? Well, we simply bought the rules from Hoyle. Oh, I see. Okay. So uh, the card companies that have been around for years uh, actually uh, uh, had something to do with some of the major technology that's moved on. Exactly. When we when we make any internet game, we have to follow the rules. In case of blackjack, we follow Las Vegas rules. There are stated rules, and right. you just convert that into computer code. When you first started your company, uh, what were your original goals? Uh, tell me a little bit of how how you got involved in uh, starting that. Originally, we thought of ourselves more as promoting internet gaming, and we uh, actually operated sites under a license from another company. Uh, that company had problems, as most of the original starters in the industry did, and we ended up uh, essentially losing our, our license. Okay. They uh, decided to keep our customers and all that good stuff, and <laughs> at that point, we were already involved in the development of the poker project and any card game. I mean, it's the same basic 52 cards in a deck. So you, it's, it's just the algorithms that, that, that put the rules of the game in, whether it's poker or blackjack or, for that matter, old maid. Uh, as, as an American, uh, what are your thoughts about how the Internet has evolved? I mean, there's been a... People, the American government, as U.S. government, has always felt like, you know, they own the internet and uh, they can dictate everything. But it's a worldwide, obviously, a worldwide thing that that uh, really nobody has control over, and it shouldn't be uh, subject to one country's laws over another. Well, that's true, but it's not true that they don't have control. Certain countries do control their internet. China, for instance, controls their internet by uh, controlling what they call the uh, domain name service, the DNS. They can't control, you can get into any website if you know the IP address and the numbers, but uh, governments do and are putting more and more controls on the Internet every day as they're putting more and more controls on most of our life. Uh, there's been efforts to block uh, online gaming over the years. The UIGA, I mentioned Black Friday was when they used the banking industry to slow down the whole business, which was they, they certainly didn't have any control, but they felt like if they had control of people getting their money into companies and games, then that could stop them. And, and it really was pretty much very effective into to keeping online poker from uh, coming to fruition. Exactly, but the thing is that... Uh there is no actual law against playing poker on right. the Internet. There's no law against playing slot machines on the Internet. What there is a law against 
is a bank transmitting money for that purpose. Right. Which is why some people tried to get around it with bitcoins, but that's that's a story for another day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the one that I don't understand yet, uh, but people are talking about fifty thousand dollars bitcoin and uh, five hundred thousand even sometime in the future. So uh, I guess it's something that I need to look at a little closer. Anyway, uh, uh, the government uh, ha- has slowed things down, and it, if you had your way. Uh, from the very beginning, you would have liked to operate in this country, but since it's impossible, um, it's been more of an international operation for you in the Caribbean islands, in Costa Rica, and different places. Uh, tell me about dealing with other countries and, and how you got uh, involved in that. Well, originally we got involved with that because the only way to keep it legal, and we have never violated any law anywhere, in Atlantic West has never, or myself, uh, was that I had to become a coast? I had to become a uh, an Antiguan resident, okay. and I had to get apply for an Antiguan gaming license, which we did, and we had to operate under the current rules, and we and we did that, and we did operate various games for I think about eighteen months before they changed the law about the banking, and when we did that, we decided to. Uh, stop operating sites for the moment rather than run the risk of breaking any law anywhere and uh, decided to concentrate on the programming effort and at that point we're selling software services whether it be part of the game or whole games to other people some of whom were breaking the law but not us. Yeah I know it's very important to you in our conversations over the years that you you didn't want to break any laws and and uh, people take shortcuts to get uh, you know to make money or get games off the ground and uh, that's made it tougher for you because you want to follow the the letter of the law. Well, yes, uh, but slow and steady wins the race, yeah. as they like to say. Absolutely. Uh, the new game, uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean, uh, has been in a test mode for, for a while and, and is now ready to go. And uh, you came up with a very unique idea of combining uh, charity and, uh, and a lottery situation to, uh, to have a poker game. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, how you came up with that idea and... Uh, and and how that benefits all these small islands that really need help in uh, in helping their students. Well, we our origin is in Antigua. Our origin is in the Caribbean, and uh, we feel strongly that IT and computer sciences and programming is the only hope for these islands because they really cannot compete in manufacturing uh, current large agricultural companies have virtually put them out of the agriculture business. So their best bet is to learn computer programming. And our desire with this game is to benefit the students of the Caribbean. If you check our rules and regulations, for instance, people in these 10 islands cannot play on the site. They can play for fun, but they cannot play for real money because they're the ones that are benefiting from this. Right. So, again, we picked 10 countries, and uh, we're offering scholarships to to students. The only involvement that those countries have is their education minister does get to select which of the top students in that country will win win the uh, scholarships. And as you negotiate uh, getting this whole thing off the ground, tell us who you deal with and and the process of, of working with that. 
Well, we really don't deal with anybody other than the education ministers of the countries because we have no business connection with any of these countries. The countries themselves receive no percentage of it. Uh, we divide the uh, dollars that are contributed. And by the way, we work on an annual membership. We do not pay everybody Everybody playing on our game site or on our lottery program is on what they call an even playing field. Okay. So you cannot buy extra tickets. You You buy a membership for a year, you get 50 tickets every Monday morning, and each of those 50 tickets you have a choice. You can pick six numbers and wait till Sunday's drawing. You can take some of the tickets and pick six numbers. You can let the computer pick six numbers, or you can convert as many of those 50 uh, tickets to poker points. Poker chips, basically. Uh, basically poker chips. Game. And there's going to be a tournament each week, uh, basically six, six and a half days, uh, that starts on, uh, I guess, on a on a Sunday? or No, it starts Monday morning. Mon Monday, okay. And then the p people can... Uh, Buy more tickets if they want. No, they can't. Okay, I'm, absolutely I'm, not. They can. They can. They get fifty tickets okay, every right, week. That's right. Okay, uh, but uh, and the tickets, of course, as I mentioned in the in the commercials, the stand on its own merit. You can't combine any. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, you'll have your poker chips to play, and then the top finishers will win more lottery tickets. Uh, people exactly. always, you know, nobody goes to the lottery store and plays one ticket basically. Exactly. People, people want to have as many opportunities. We as like they to can. think that we like to think that that enables you to use your poker playing skills to increase your odds of winning the lottery. Right. And uh, the tournament starts and and if you lose all your chips, you're out. You're Absolutely. Done. You're done for the week. You got to wait till the next, next Monday. Monday. And you'll get 50 more tickets. Exactly. And uh, you're going to start with a cost of 29.95 uh, for per year, per year for the subscription. A tax deductible 29 dollar and 95 cent. And there's a uh, there's a percentage that goes uh, to this program. There's a percentage that's that's paid out to uh, to, to 40 percent. 40 percent of the money goes towards prize payment. 40% goes directly into the scholarship fund. 15% is retained by Atlantic West Management Group for operating for the physical service. We run the service on right. our own cloud. Uh, and the additional 5% remaining is basically to cover the costs of, of administering the scholarships in each country. And that will... That's, that's where all the money goes. That's it. Okay, I want to talk a little bit more about the game, but uh, we do need to take a break and, and hear a little bit about uh, Atlantic West uh, and uh, the game coming up uh, as one of our commercials. But uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk some more about it with Mark Anton from Atlantic West Management Group. Uh, been a sponsor of the program for a long time, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going to happen here in the next uh, few months, uh, next month or two. Uh, actually, very right around the corner, just about ready to go. And uh, I know the people that list the program will like to hear about that as well. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages here on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. 
You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. on the show, Big Dave, Joe, and our special guest, Mark Anton from Atlantic West Management Group. And as we mentioned, uh, the game basically is a uh, weekly poker game. You get involved, uh, you'll, you'll have your uh, $29.95 annual membership subscription, and with that, you'll get 50, uh, 50 tickets each week. Uh, if, you, if you're a lottery player, you don't know how to play poker, you still get involved because you can, you can play the lottery with the 50 tickets each week. You can pick six numbers or you can let the computer pick, just like going to the 7-Eleven. And there'll be a drawing each... Uh, Sunday at noon. Sunday at noon. And uh, so people will be able to uh, see that uh, online at your website and possibly also some television coverage of it? We hope. Okay. And... Uh, Obviously, people will be able to get the numbers, find out if they won or not. Uh, the poker aspect, I think, is really interesting to me, and obviously for the show, uh, that people can actually do something to increase their chances to win, as you mentioned earlier and as we say on the commercial. But you start with the 50,000 points. You can use part of that, or the 50,000, uh, the 50 tickets, and each ticket you can get, fit, or 50, the, you get the 50,000 units for that week, and you can turn that into say, 300,000 tickets, then you'll, you'll be able to get six lottery tickets instead of one. Exactly. And uh, there'll be prizes, weekly prizes, for the top uh, one or two finishers? Yes, there will. And there'll be some sort of uh, board that people can see the standings, see how they're, they're going, and if they want to play crazy and try to, tr- to win the top prize, they can do that, or you can play more conservatively and uh, just, just uh, work on earning more tickets. Yeah, these statistics and numbers will appear uh, in real time at the at the upper right hand corner of the screen. The game has been uh, uh, in a beta testing mode, as we mentioned, and people can play it, uh, could play it for several for the last uh, the several months. And um, how do they? Uh, they're they're going to look at a, a table 
uh, and uh, similar to probably a lot of games that are out there. Of course, there's going to be a place for advertising on the side. Tell us a little bit about what it's going to look like for people. Pretty much like you just said. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not that much variety in anybody's poker game other than the gingerbread on the graphics. Right. In reality, the game is the game. It, our game is a standard, fully compliant Texas Hold'em game, which, by the way, has been ruled as a game of skill by most governments. Right, exactly. As we've always talked about here on the show, no question about it. Uh, so where do we go from here as far as when people can get on there and start? We are planning to start the real money part of the game on January 1st of 2018, which is really right around the corner. just about, yeah, Both it's around away. the corner. <laughs> uh, if we don't have sufficient sign-ups to offer large prizes, we will offer a fixed prize until we build up the reserve to do that. We're uh, there's no outside financing of this game. Okay. And if people uh, are getting involved and they can tell all their friends about it, obviously the more the merrier and uh, basically will give them a better chance to uh, to uh, have the regular competition at the tables and that sort of thing. Exactly. And uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean is the, is the site and to go to, as we've talked about on the show for um, for several months. Um how do uh, how are people actually going to be able to pick their lottery numbers if they do want to do that as opposed to the computer selecting them? On Monday they get a basically a uh, email Form. to go to their account. They okay. go to their account and they literally pick the numbers on each ticket just as they would on a regular lottery ticket. And this can be done at any time during the week. This can be done at any time before Sunday at ten o'clock in the morning. At that point, if they haven't done anything, they will be the computer will assign them the tickets and send them an email with what the numbers are before the drawing. And as we've said, as Dave has been mentioning, you know, that they take two or three of those tickets and they start with, to buy a ticket so people are clear and they know that it's a 50,000 units is what you need to buy one ticket. So if you turn that 50,000 into, let's say, 500,000, that would be 10 tickets. Absolutely. Now, you can cash that out at any time at the table. You can stop at any given point and take that, that ticket, ticket and take that ticket. Take those ten. And still play with all your other and tickets. And start with your other Absolutely. tickets. Okay, very But good. you cannot combine tickets. Right, right, right. But if you've earned ten tickets, you can go, okay, I'm good here. Let me put these aside. Can yeah. you, at that point, once you cash those, those units out for those ten tickets, can you pick your numbers at that same time and already have them reserved? Yeah, at that point, at that point, you will have no choice because when you cash it in, you will those ten tickets will come up, and you will either get an email if you haven't picked them, telling you, and the same rule will apply. If it's Sunday morning at ten o'clock and you haven't picked them, you will get one final notice, and then if you don't, it randomly <coughs> selects them. For it does just like when you go to the Seven yeah, Eleven and say quick, quick yeah. pick. All right, very good. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, some of the countries involved, uh, Antigua is, is the, was the first one. When you started the project, uh, did you expect it to expand to a bunch of other islands? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What's the response been? Is, is it kind of like a community down there where the other islands talk to each other and try to help mm, get people well, involved? Well, most of them are cooperative, but there are, there are rivalries between islands. And, and people actually choose which country the proceeds are going to go to. When you go to the site, you pick the country that you wish to support. And once you've done that, that's where you're at. That's, that's part of your subscription. The only time you can change that would be the next year when, you're, when it renews. Okay, and uh, one of the countries that's uh, going to be involved uh, apparently is uh, is Cuba, and uh, 
of course, there's, there's other obstacles to, involved in, in getting that going, but uh, certainly there'll be some uh, interest because of that, and I'm sure uh, maybe some of the media might uh, want to talk to you about that. Well, I would like that, but the truth of the matter is is that there's no real involvement on a business level with the islands, and they are simply benefiting from our from our from our program. Uh, we are simply offering scholarships. The only say they have in the matter is which students get the scholarship. Okay. And uh, it's been a long process. Uh, are you over the moon excited about this uh, taking off? I've been excited about it taking off for the past year and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything you'd like to add? I, I, uh, Joe has got a question. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, is this game being run as a tournament that you can cash out at any time, or is it being run more like a cash game, because that way you might want to stop, you're tired for the night, you come back with that same ticket, uh, whatever amount of units you had on it, to try to increase into it, maybe try yes, to take you can, somebody you can come down. and go from the table. What we, we, we call it, uh, I don't know if this is correct per poker terminology, we call it a six-and-a-half-day sit-and-go. Okay. All Which right. means you can come and you can go. Now, it's twenty because people are all over the world, and when you you might be asleep, and somebody in China might be playing. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, the different hours and everything else. But I just didn't know if it's run like a a continual tournament where the blind structures keep going up and up and up, or if it's one set fixed number so that the cash you know so it it runs it can run like a tournament, but it it actually looks more like a cash like a cash game for for play. Although we're experienced programmers, we don't have the necessary expertise to make some of those decisions. But in our back office, we have the options to set any 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 combination of variety. That way, that way, for a poker player, I'm I'm asking this as a Absolutely. poker player, trying to see if you know this is what's going to entice me to play on this site. Hey, it's a six and a half day, but the blinds don't keep going all the way up to a point where if I decide to enter. I have to take it two days off. It could be, you know, astronomical, the blinds and stuff. So it seems like this it runs very similar to a cash game with a tournament okay. format. Well, not to make the equation, but much like sports betting sites uh, have an odds maker, right. uh, we, will have a, we will have a professional casino manager supervising the, act, the, act, the actual action when we start taking Perfect. money. Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, and the benefits uh, is for basically not just – Students in general. It's for the uh, the Caribbean uh, nations information technology. Uh, Absolutely, programs. it's because we firmly believe that that's the only future for the Caribbean islands, and we also uh, have a lot of experience. One of the reasons we ended up in Costa Rica is is that they're either number one or number two in the world in IT, depending what year you look at it, and they have one of the best programming educations, and they have incredible programmers. And we expect to be a big company, and we're also going to draw on some of our better recipients or some of our better performers with the uh, scholarships the to, to 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 join us to join our company. Yeah. Absolutely, we plan to have cooperative programs for them, where they can come and spend summers working for us, for example, and just to get you know because. Not that I'm knocking a college education, but having a cooperative education, and I had some experience myself with that in a place called Drexel University okay. in Philadelphia. 
they graduate ready to work rather than having all kinds of theory and then having to go back and become an apprentice again. Uh, this is going to be a worldwide game. It's not just a United States game, but there are uh, some restrictions for the Caribbean countries that benefit. They're not going to be able to play for money. They'll be able to play for fun. Exactly. Okay. And uh, but they can have they can they can tell their friends and family that they should absolutely. support their support their country. Uh, we do block uh, certain countries that have very strict laws. Uh, aimed at uh, persecuting or, or incriminating the players, we do not serve those countries, uh, neither of the Vietnams, neither of the Koreas, and most of the Middle Eastern countries will also be blocked. Okay. And uh, what is the promotional uh, aspect of the game as far as how you get the word out there that uh, this is going? Well, this is some an area where we're very concerned because... We've had a lot of resistance from the conventional media to air our commercials, et cetera, et cetera. What we're doing now is we have an active program that's going to the Caribbean newspapers first, announcing our project to the citizens of each of those ten countries and asking them to please tell their friends and family because most of these countries have an excess of their on-island population living elsewhere. Right. There are more Jamaicans in the United States than there are in Jamaica, right. for instance. And not just in South Florida, but all over uh, all over the country, really. Absolutely. And uh, obviously they have something to benefit for their future generations, uh, having scholarship money available that uh, they're going to want to spread the word out there to not only uh, family but friends as well. Well, if you know the Caribbean island and the philosophy of most of the peoples of those islands, they frequently have a family member working four jobs in the state so they can send the rest of their family to college because right. they're very hard-working people and they're very, very industrious people and they don't mind working 18 hours a day if necessary to, to improve their situation in life. Okay. And uh, what's the next step? Obviously, we'll be talking about it on this show when things kick off and, and when uh, lottery tickets are going to be available and how to get them. So, uh, uh where do we stand right this minute on to when you hope to have everything? Uh, well, we feel, again, that January 1st is a realistic date for us to okay. launch for real money. Okay. And if there's a change, we'll let people know. Of course, but we are well on target. We're well on track for that target, and uh, it, it looks like we're going to be successful at that, uh, with that date. Okay. Mark, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate uh, talking about this over the over the last several months and, and look forward to uh, this actually taking off here. But... Uh, uh, certainly the islands like uh, Grenada and Guyana, Trinidad, all, all the ones that people are familiar with, and even Cuba, that uh, it's going to benefit their people, their children, their students as they as they go to uh, college and that sort of thing. And uh, let's hope it's just a huge success. Yes, it will be. And not to correct your geography, but uh, Guyana is not an island. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in Central America, right? He was Absolutely. just testing you. He was just <laughs> testing you, Mark. That's all. <laughs> okay, we'll be back with more of the show. We'll finish things up when we return. Uh, you're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll be back right after this. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. 
It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack, and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Welcome back to the show, final segment, and uh, again, we wish Joe the best. Uh, hope he's feeling better and back with us next week. But we appreciate uh, his uh, help with all the show and on Geo as well, who uh, always uh, gets us on the air and puts everything together. So we do appreciate uh, all the help we get here uh, in South Florida to put this program on and every week. Uh, by the way, a lot of people, a lot of new listeners out there, the numbers have been constantly going up over the last month or so. And I think a lot of it has to do with the World Series of Poker uh, and everyone having the attention on that with a lot of it being on TV and people looking for more information on how to improve their game. Uh, we will have Sherry Bacoff speaking back, a uh, good guest that uh, has a lot of good information on improving your game. And we're working on a couple other people. Uh, I think we'll try to get Chance Corneth or someone from his group. Uh, chip lead poker uh, training. Uh, we'll get more information on that and uh, have them on the show a little bit later on. Also, we'll have Steve Blay back from Advanced Poker Training. Certainly, this is a place to find out some good uh, information and some good interviews on how to get better at poker as you uh, come along. If you're really good at poker right now, maybe you just want the news of the tournaments and find out what things are uh, coming up here in town and around the country and around the world. We always follow everything and uh, keep you up to date on what's happening, so we hope you'll join us there. Uh, speaking of that, Player of the Year Wars, uh, this gets to the point right after the World Series of Poker that uh, things kind of fall into place. Certainly a long way to go, and a lot of things can change, but as August gets underway, the WPT will get back underway with their Season 17 schedule. Uh, the WPT Choctaw event starts on August 3rd. And the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open, which I mentioned, their Big Four, uh, will be on August 2nd. The uh, Big Four is uh, four different tournaments, uh, an 1100, a 2650, a 5300 main event, and a high roller, $25,000 high roller, all concluding on the same day with the final tables, all starting simultaneously and uh, being streamed on uh, Twitch or Poker Go, wherever you get your uh, poker video. We'll give you more information on where exactly you'll be able to see that. Probably on Twitch would be the best way um, to, to pick that up and follow that along. So uh, that will all be coming up in August, but uh, heading into August... Now that the World Series is complete, obviously Justin Bonomo uh, has been on a heater 
for the entire year with big uh, big events. He's won now $24.8 million in 2018, which is pretty incredible. And, and you might say, well, he won the big one. He won the big one for one drop. But that was only $10 million this year. It's been more in the past. It's been 16 to $18 million. And uh, this year it was only $10 million. So uh, he did pick up points and uh, prize money, but uh, he has the lead in the uh, GPI player of the year. But he does not have the lead in the card player. Those are probably the two best player of the year races that we follow. And uh, Stephen Chidwick is the leader in uh, the card player player of the year. He has the lead, and him and Bonomo are way ahead of the rest of the field. But uh, Chidwick has a pretty solid lead. 6,986 points, and Bonomo is a little bit back, 6,883, so about 103 points back. But uh, the next three that fill out the top five, Jake Schindler, Adrian Mateos, and Rainer Kempe, are all about 2,000 points back, so they'll have to do something special to catch up. The rest of the top ten in the Card Player Player of the Year race, uh, Jason Kuhn, Nick Petrangelo, Joe McKeon, Toby Lewis, and Pavel Plesov. Uh All right there, uh, not too far behind the uh, third through fifth places, but uh, certainly in striking distance there. So we'll keep an eye on that. The uh, GPI uses a different formula, the Global Poker Index uh, Player of the Year race, and goes back a little farther from what I uh, remember the uh, over the course of the year. But it will be a 2018 award. And Bonomo does have the lead there, 3,660 points, about 100, well, about 1,500 ahead of uh, Chidwick. Not 1,500, 150 points ahead of Chidwick, or 160 uh, for first place. So Chidwick in second. Adrian Mateos is uh, a bit farther back, but he's in third place. Joe McKeon, who uh, was in the top ten in the other race, but uh, has moved up into fourth place in the GPI Player of the Year. And uh, Jake Schindler rounds out the top five there. Also, uh, some other names you might see. It kind of reminds me of boxing uh, rankings over the years where you would have someone in the top five and then not even in one of the other uh, organizations' uh, top ten. So uh, different formulas and different decision-making. But Ben Yu is sixth. Kempe is seventh. Sean Deeb in eighth place. And Sam Greenwood is in there as well in the uh, top ten. Ninth place goes to Kristen Bicknell, so uh, that would be the first time uh, they have had a woman in the top ten at the end of the year if she hangs in there for the top ten in the GPI Player of the Year race. So a uh, great year, but certainly a long way to go and a lot of big tournaments, including the ones in August, and then they'll move down the stretch and there'll be some others uh, toward the end of the year. As far as Player of the Year for the uh, World Series of Poker, you know, you have Bonomo in there and Deeb, and we'll get more information on that as we move along. But there still is the World Series of Poker Europe, which uh, points count for that. So that is not over yet, despite the fact that the uh, main event is history and in the books. One other thing I wanted to mention, uh, kind of an interesting story, comes out of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, the WPT tournament, the Gardens Poker Festival. And this was... Uh, Interesting because of the appearance of Men the Master, Men Win, uh, who was a great star for many, many years, uh, kind of a interesting character, and uh, jump back into uh, action here. They call him the Master 
because uh, he's been a tremendous player over the years, but he's a kind of a strange individual. He uh, certainly uh, had some uh, interesting ticks in this event, including uh, falling asleep at the table, uh, spitting up a beer one time after taking a big swig and spitting it all over the table. Uh, you can catch some of those videos on uh, different places on YouTube and, and stuff like that. But uh, he was upset that uh, they had the action clock in action, which has been a staple on the uh, WPT this year. Uh, 30-second time clock with the time extensions. And several times, uh, Wynn would let the clock run down and got pretty upset uh, when the time ran out that his extension chips weren't put in. Uh, but the floor did enforce the rules. He would be upset. And uh, he actually was imposed a one-round penalty uh, after uh, several times delaying the game by making some bizarre uh raises some bizarre actions with his betting. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, with the blinds at 10,000 and 20,000, he announced 14,000 as a bet, which of course is uh, not kosher. And uh, another time, he bet one amount and the chips he put in were different. And So he eventually uh, was penalized a one-round penalty and, and yelled out, uh, I never do nothing wrong when they... Uh, tried it to uh, calm him down a little bit, but he did make the final table, and uh, he was uh, falling asleep a couple times at the table when they were down to eight players, and eventually he ended up in third place, uh, made 270000 so a good performance there. Kind of funny, he got knocked out on a hand uh, against Simon Lamb, uh, no relation to Ben Lamb, but Simon Lamb, uh, had raised from the button on a hand to 600K, and men shoved all in with 7.6 million. Kind of a crazy bet, especially when they turned over the cards and he only had 10-7 of diamonds. Uh, Lamb had uh, ace-king offsuit, and despite the fact that uh, uh, the master had a couple chances with uh, some gut shot uh, straight draws, but he did not get it and ended up getting knocked out in third place. Who knows? Maybe he just wanted to go take a nap at that point and get out of the event. But Lamb held on to win the tournament and uh, defeated Jake Schindler in head-to-head play, Lamb winning 565000 and Jake Schindler gets 366 k Men the master. 270K, Craig Varnell finished in fourth. Saya Ono, a uh, female player, uh, finished in fifth, 151,000. And Jared Greiner closed out the final table. That will be, of course, uh, shown later in the year. So you can catch all of those antics of Men the Master uh, when uh, that is shown later in the year. I just watched uh, some of the tournament last week. Uh, great, great events, uh, last couple. Uh, best bet in Jacksonville and then... Uh, uh, another this past week, the uh, Bellagio uh, Five Diamond Classic, which still has its conclusion coming up, but uh, some interesting players in that one as well, and some good stuff that I think you should check out as we uh, move along here during the year around Season 17 of the World Poker Tour. So WSOP is over. World Poker Tour gets back in action in August, and, of course, big tournaments here in South Florida as a lot of people are uh, moving into town to uh, take advantage of the the great weather, and a lot of fun down here in South Florida. The Seminole Hard Rock, you'll get a look at that guitar-shaped hotel, which is coming along nicely. They had their big topping-off ceremony as they put the last uh, beam in place at the top. Still a long way to go with the uh, construction, and it won't be open until probably next summer. 
But uh, coming along, looking nice. Uh, we enjoy uh, passing it on the highway and uh, seeing how interesting that looks. But that is at the Seminole Hard Rock, and we will have more information as they get a chance to uh, put that together through the course of the next year. Uh, a lot of stuff in South Florida as well, including uh, big soccer tournaments here this summer after the World Cup. We have uh, uh, Bayern Munich and uh, Manchester Man U and uh, uh, who they're playing, Barcelona, I think, maybe coming up in the next uh, next week or so. So great stuff there. Then, of course, football rolls around. The Hurricanes uh, play at Hard Rock Stadium, as do the Miami Dolphins. So uh, big season coming up and a lot of exciting things happening for the Hard Rock organization. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, an interesting uh, show, and we hope you'll enjoy uh, getting involved with us at the uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean. Check it out online. Also, listen to the show. You get the information on a quick tournament that we're going to be having in the next couple of weeks and a chance for you to make some money and learn the game. Uh, not the game of poker, obviously, but this uh, site, which is uh, certainly going to benefit the Caribbean students and a chance for you to contribute as well and make uh, take a shot at winning big money in the lottery as well. So all that coming up here in the second part of 2018, and we'll talk more about it in the next coming weeks here on Poker Action Live. I'm Big Dave Lemon uh, saying so long. We'll catch you next week on another edition of the show. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.